there's rumors in the Twitter sphere. Kind of on the topic for today. Love a role on the mat. On the mats. Say on the mat tonight. On the mat. Go on the mats. On the mat. On the mat. So glad you could make it out tonight. I, uh, I really appreciate y'all bringing me on the show. Good to go. Oh, yeah! While we're getting everybody set and mics ready, hey, Dez, thanks for tuning in. And we also got my son, my oldest son, Sean, the Blue 7 there. And he's the one who's archiving all of our all of our past episodes and putting them on YouTube. So Sean is to us what Jamie is to Joe Rogan. So hopefully he has fun. All righty. Can you hear me now? Yes, we got you. Excellent. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what's going on with my Twitter app. I think I need to delete it and then re-download because it's had such a problem with the microphone these last few episodes. So apologies for that. You're good. I'm glad we got you going. Um, the floor's all yours. Katie and Jackie tonight. Thank you, guys. Woo woo. Well, hello, everyone. I'm super excited that everyone's here. We're having a little bit of a Zia ladies night tonight. I'm so excited about it. Hi, Jackie. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Can you tell I'm very excited that the ladies have the floor tonight? I can, and I love it. I'm also super excited. We have Des here as well. Hopefully, she's feeling a little talkative later on. But as we get started, I just want you to introduce yourself to us a little bit. Tell us what you do, who you are, and, you know, how you got into martial arts. Okay, so I'm Jacqueline Padilla, and I help run the back end of Zia Martial Arts, the finances, paperwork, things like that. And I've been into jiu-jitsu and martial arts for about the same time as Mark, for about five or six years. But for the last year, maybe two, it's, it's been a little bit more serious. And I've definitely taken a hold on to multiple martial arts now, not just jiu-jitsu. So that's a little bit about, about me. Perfect. So what other martial arts have you been looking into? Lately, I've been wanting to to dabble with judo. Ooh, exciting, exciting. Don't let Rob hear you, dude. He's going to show up at your house with masks and a gi for you. He already knows, and we already did like a 30-minute session tonight. So (laughs) it's already been started. That's super exciting, and we love to hear it. Judo is one of those martial arts where I'm a little bit too much of a baby. I love watching Rob do it, but, man, I'm so terrified of getting thrown. Maybe we'll have to do it together sometime. You can be my, sure. my safety partner. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I, I wanted to put it off for so long because I was so afraid of it. I don't know how to fall. But then I really thought about it and realized, okay, We have someone there who's a black belt, who knows how to fall properly, who knows how to throw people properly. You know, I can totally, you know, take that kind of knowledge and be able to add that to whatever my game becomes as as a martial artist. No, I agree. And I think that the really cool thing about judo is like when I got into Brazilian jiu-jitsu, one thing that did carry over from my karate training was actually my sweeps. And so with the judo throws, I think they'll, they'll be a great addition to your game. So I'm really glad you're getting into it. So for tonight, I just want to kind of introduce the topic at hand. We're doing female influencers. So ladies that influence us. And before we kind of get in a deep dive into that, I wanted to pick your brain on what you think influencing means and how you think someone can become an influence on someone else's life. Oh, wow. So for me, influencing 
would mean, you know, anything that you take from someone else and start to use it in, in your own life, whether that's in the field that you're working in or as a parent or in anything that helps you grow and learn. I just think that anyone that can give you that kind of information is, is somebody who, who's influencing to you. Uh, what was the second part of that question, Katie? No, you're good. So what an influencer is and how do you think someone becomes an influence in someone's life? Wow, I don't know if anyone necessarily becomes an influencer by their personal choice. I think that it's the person who's being influenced that chooses to accept that person as an influencer. You know, we have multiple people around us that, that help us grow, but there's, there's people that we tend to gravitate to and want to gain even more information from and, and learn more and grow, grow more from them. Ooh, I really like that word gravitate. Um, so kind of going off that, what do you think makes us gravitate towards people? For me personally, I know that I personally gravitate towards people who are striving towards something. Like when I surround myself with people, I like to surround myself with like-minded individuals who are working towards a goal they have and are passionate for it. So what do you think makes people gravitate? I would have to agree with you. I think that when you're in a particular place in life, time in your life, you tend to, to gravitate to people who are kind of in that same space as you. You know, you, you tend to grow together uh, up until that point where you realize, okay, you know what, I've grown and I've learned as much as I can from here. Time for me to move on maybe to a different setting, different group, or even just, you know, add to the current group that you have. But um, I do think that, that, I'm sorry, I totally lost my train of thought there. I'm so nervous right now, no, Katie. You have no idea. <laughs> listen, listen. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, man, I really want to do one of these where we're just, like, sitting across the kitchen table from one another, and, like, you and I can have whatever, like, fancy lady drinks we want. I was drinking daiquiris on Saturday, and I was like, we should totally do a ladies' daiquiri night. So Lovely. don't worry. We'll just have to, we'll have to kick Mark out of the house at some point <laughs> and just take it over for one of these. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I like that. But yeah, so influencing, right? We think about what influences us, what makes us gravitate towards people. And I think coming from a martial arts perspective, right, we are in so many areas and we're surrounded by so many people who influence us. So for example, you doing judo was influenced by Rob, right? Shout out homie right. Rob, love him, love our judo black belt. And so kind of with that thought in mind, who is someone famous that influences oh. you? I know we're going to do a famous lady and a hometown hero. So first we'll do famous lady who has influenced us and then our hometown heroes who have influenced us. Okay. I, I, I like that. Who would you say is your famous female influencer? Listen, I, <laughs> I love Michelle Watterson. I think she is the bee's knees. So the karate hottie, love her to death. So a little bit of background on Michelle Watterson. She actually used to be a ring girl. So she was the cutie that would rock around the UFC ring with the, the numbers. And she actually told Cowboy Cerrone, hey, man, like, you know, I, I kind of want to fight. And he was like, all right, let's do it. Um, and so her goal was to be the first UFC um, fighter and first UFC champion who was a mom. And so oh, to me, I think right. that's... Um, so for me personally, it's definitely the karate hottie. I think she's the coolest thing. And also, like, I think she's making strides for moms everywhere. What do you think as a mom? I 100% agree. I, I think that that's something that 
both Mark and I have talked about, you know, when you do have kids and, and you are a mother, it's, it changes the game as far as how you tend to perform just because you have that on the back of your mind. But I definitely think that that's definitely a person that, that I would agree is, is one of those badasses. For me, just in famous, you know, uh, fighters and things like that, I would have to say that it's, it's Ronda Rousey. Um, and that's Ooh, okay. Just, that's just honestly because I loved how aggressive she was and she would just come out and again uh, doing the judo flips the throws and just taking it from there so she was definitely a favorite of mine whenever we were watching UFC fights but uh, but Michelle Watterson for sure is inspiring because it shows you that as a mother it doesn't matter what age you are it doesn't matter you know what roles you play in life currently you still have the ability to to learn and grow and become something that takes hard work and dedication, but you can show the world and showcase what you have and, and how, how powerful she is. You know, she's a strong fighter, a strong woman, a strong mother. Um, those are all things that I know I aspire to be and hope that I can fulfill one day if I'm not yet there. So I definitely agree with you on that one. But for me, I would have to say my female influencer is definitely Miss Ronda Rousey. Perfect. Which I can vibe with that. She has, it was really interesting. I feel like she was one of the first fighters that really broke into the acting scene. And that was really cool to see. And I love your comments on being a mom and being involved in martial arts. First of all, happy belated Mother's Day. Um, shout out to all of our moms out there who might be listening to this, especially our mom martial artist dude. My mom did karate with us for as long as she could keep up. And uh, I remember she was so disappointed. She actually hurt her lower back, um, but she's so cute. She just texted me yesterday morning and was like, I'm so glad I learned how to fall properly because I slipped getting into her truck yesterday. And she's like, martial arts has helped me. And so I think, oh, I think what sure. you do, <laughs> I, think, I think what you do is amazing, man. I appreciate that, Katie. I, that's actually something that Jamie and Rob and I were, were talking about when we were doing the, the falls. I just, I want to know how to fall properly, you know, because I mean, even if I'm not doing jujitsu, even if I'm not doing any kind of martial art at the time, I'm always at risk of falling. So if I just know how to fall correctly, I could potentially avoid the damage being super painful and, and, and potentially breaking something, right? But I, I would have to agree with your mom on that. It, it saved me a few times from falling and, and catching myself the proper way. So I 100% agree. I've had a few different people, especially being in like a male dominated industry that I'm in. The first thing people ask me is like, oh, have you ever used your martial arts in real life? And my super <laughs> lame answer is like, yeah, dude, I fall yeah. a lot. <laughs> so I'm very comfortable with the, the way I learned how to fall and feeling safe with that. So I completely agree. So yes, um, I do use it at home. <laughs> Yeah, at home, you know, or falling upstairs at graduation the other day. I was like, this is fine. We love it. This is me showing my my karate moves in action. It's a good time. Right. Um, but on the topic of being a mom in martial arts, I really love how you brought that up. What would you say has been a challenge that you faced, and how did you overcome that challenge as a mom, if you're all right with sharing that? Oh, absolutely. I think that it's just what everybody goes through with their parents. You, you kind of dived into that before – Chad mentioned it before anybody who's been a kid and their parents have put him into martial arts, you know, it's always been that little struggle where, you know, I, I have to be a different person at the gym compared to when I'm at home and my kids see the entirety of it. And so they kind of look at this whole scope and don't see me as, you know, coach Jackie. 
Um, so that's definitely having that separation for them to understand that, hey, this is a different place. This is something else has always been really, really hard just because, you know, that challenge comes up from from the kids. Why do I have to be here? And, well, you said we were going to do this. And why didn't this happen? And, you know, mom mode comes out and I get frustrated and I get, you know, caught up in that moment sometimes. But I think that, that what Mark and I have done lately has has helped a lot by giving the kids a little bit of a break. Now that we've built up the kids class a little more, it's allowed me to really step into being Coach Jackie and not mom. Hey, mom, mom, come over here and ignore that kid over, over there because I need to tell you something. You know, and things like that have, have been a lot easier since we've given them a little bit of a break. So it's, it's nice, but it was, it was definitely hard to do having to balance, balance both. I think that, first of all, moms are the unsung hero, heroes of martial arts, like from learning, teaching kids how to tie belts to like giving rides to the gym. So I can't imagine doing that and then coaching your kids as well. That's absolutely amazing to me. And I'm glad you found a, a, a flow that works for you too. I know that your kids at the moment might be like, oh, you know, my mom's my coach. But I know 30 years from now, they're going to look back and be like, how dope is it that yeah. our mom is such a badass woman that she was coaching us this uh, this martial arts. So super cool. It's awesome you say that because there was a time when the kids kind of had this like little, I don't know, pouty face about, you know, just being there. And I remember that Spencer looked across and he said, you guys are going to appreciate the fact that you were forced to be here. Like, you're, you're going to love this. You're going to just give it a few years. Trust me. And the kids just kind of gave them this look like, all right, well, we'll give it a few years, you know? But it, it is amazing because that is what comes from it. You do end up loving it. You do end up coming back at some point. But, you know, not being too pushy has definitely been something that I've learned how to, how to do and kind of step back and let the kids just grow and not force anything on them, you know? Yeah, for sure. And like, I think it's been really interesting because of course, Chad and I are in a life position right now where we're not thinking about kids yet, but it's been really cool to see how kids navigate in the martial arts like world. Chad's been coaching kids for a very long time and then seeing you two as parents with your kiddos, it's been a really cool learning experience for us. And I know young couples, hopefully, well, I know we have quite a few couples in the gym right now. Um, hopefully they'll be able to see that and, and understand the importance of putting their kids into martial arts and then doing things as a family. I think right. it's, a, it's a really great way to be a great demonstration to everyone. Right. Definitely agree with you on that, making that environment, you know, somewhere where everyone can grow and everyone can thrive and you don't have any of that negative energy, you know? Yes. And speaking of growing and thriving, we're chugging right along and perfectly on time with everything. Um, so our next influencers are our hometown heroes. So speaking of moms, usually that's the, that's the number one answer when I ask who someone's hometown hero is. So do you have a hometown right. hero? For sure. I mean, it's it's definitely my mom. Definitely did not appreciate her as much as I should have in the time that I did have her. But besides her, I feel like for me, there was kind of like a a few ladies that, that definitely influenced me. I had my mom, but I also had my aunt who was her sister. And uh, she was definitely the one that kind of taught me everything really that I needed to know as far as protecting myself and being aware of my surroundings and 
never really just um, trusting everything, right? Always, you know, keeping my eyes open and, and making sure I'm aware of where I'm at. That was definitely attributed to my aunt because she was always hard on all of us. But, but definitely my mom, she, she really was the mom that I wanted to be, the person that I wanted to, to become, very honestly. Anytime I had any kind of issue, whether it was the same story that I told her a hundred times the hour before, she would still sit there and listen to every bit of every part of that story. And that always meant a lot to me just because I was that kind where I would just have to say it over and over and over again. And she never, you know, she never pushed me away. She never told me, you know, not to say anything or anything negative. And I, I really appreciate that from her because now having kids and knowing the things that they say, sometimes I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. And I, and I, and I don't understand the terminology that you guys use these days. And I'm trying to keep up and it does get frustrating at times. Um, and my mom had the patience that I, I don't think I've ever really seen in anyone. She's, you know, she's definitely my, my hero. I love that. That's so sweet. And I feel like this episode has just become a, we love moms, which we <laughs> definitely do. And I think that your comment on patience is so true. I know we had chit chatted about it. Um, on one of the last episodes, but having a patient parent is so wonderful. Um, I'm so glad to hear that your mom was such an amazing lady. She absolutely raised an absolutely amazing lady. So it does not surprise me to hear that at all. I appreciate um, that, Katie. Thank you. Of course. And I, you know, it's funny. My hometown here is also my mom. And that was one of her biggest things as well is the incredible amount of patience she has. And I think looking back at what influences individuals i think that having patience and empathy and kindness all go hand in hand in hand right yeah. being able to see someone and kind of sit in their shoes and understand even as an adult you might not know what the heck your kid's talking about or really be interested but at the same time you're going to pay attention right and i think that can create a very influential sphere around someone yeah i agree 100 percent. i also think that with your aunt super cool lady as well the interesting thing about women right is that no matter where you go you always feel like you're in a community um, and it's super cool that your aunt was teaching you to look out it's unfortunate that that's something that we have to teach our young daughters right but yeah. it's important and I know that being a lady I have never felt fully like I was by myself in situations like I've definitely had women come up to me and make sure that I was safe, like walking through parking lots and stuff. So I think it's really cool that your aunt was kind of preparing you for that and making sure you're ready and letting you know that you're part of a very large community of ladies looking out for one another. Yeah, she's and, and she's definitely the, the aunt that. I mean, she's the, she's very, very hard on, on everybody. She doesn't take anything lightly. Everything is do it 100% or don't do it at all. She's that type of Mexican mentality, culture. You know, both, both my mom and her, of course, and the remainder of my aunts and uncles are from Mexico. And so she definitely had that culture in her because, you know, where they grew up, they, they grew up very poor. There was a lot of them. <laughs> But the majority of them did did pass just because, of course, you know, uh, medicine and the, their ability to afford anything there wasn't, you know, wasn't very likely. But, you know, she grew up with with that mentality and, and kind of having to be that kind of a kid growing up. And so when we were there, you know, my sister, me and my cousin, we were the three girls of the family. 
um, that came over here to Cruces and, and kind of made, made life here, she definitely wanted to make sure that we still had that same kind of awareness, even though we weren't in Mexico where they were at. I think, honestly, I, I love women like that. And I know sometimes it's hard as you're growing up because they're kind of, they're a little, you know, a little more serious, mm -hmm. but much more it kind serious. of sounds, yeah, <laughs> like you had an ebb and flow of who was in your life. And I think that's a really good way because your mom was patient and she was kind. And then your aunt was like, well, there's another yeah. side to everything. But that's yeah. why we put our girls into martial arts, right? To have that awareness and to have the ability to defend themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even just, you know, the awareness that that you could even do something or stop something verbally, you know, just having that confidence and that leadership type of mentality to say, you know what, I'm not going to go there with you. I know what can happen. Let's just not do this. You know, it, it's definitely a benefit to everyone that I have ever tried to tell go do jujitsu. But I know that as women, that's also another hard part just because that, that closeness is so awkward to someone who doesn't know what it is until they know what it is. <laughs> but um, I have a lot of friends that I've tried just trying to convince them what it would do for them. But of course, you know, they, they got to be the ones to go out there and try it and, and face that fear. But hopefully one day, one day I'll get the majority of those girls there. Dude, fingers crossed. I yeah. try to get all of my college girlfriends to come in um, because I, you made a comment about them moving from Mexico to here to Cruces. And this is definitely a topic for another podcast. Um, but even a few days ago, I got home from the gym and went to check my mailbox. It was literally like 630 bright outside. And there were these two guys creeping around my mailbox who were definitely not supposed to be there. Um, and that's in my home. Like, that's where I live, dude. And so I think it's so important now more than ever to understand that it's important to be able to defend yourself and have confidence and, you know, just be able to walk and say, I'm going to get my bail and I'm not going to be afraid of you. And I'm going to walk to my car confidently, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I agree, dude. It's, it's, it's changed my life for sure. I, I've never been anybody to really speak up for myself or to do anything to that, to that effect. And now it's, you know, I, I do walk around with, with more confidence knowing that even though I may not be able to do much towards certain people of certain sizes, or, you know, if they have that level of, you know, muscle mass against me, I at least know that I can do what I can defensively to really just get out of that, you know, just having that confidence in that is, is enough for me. But I know on, on one of the podcasts we had before, or one of the other shows, um, we talked about, you know, having the, the training be something consistent because that's what helps you feel that confidence. The less you train, of course, that, that confidence kind of dwindles because you, you know, you're a little rusty. You haven't done it in a while. Um, maybe you, you know, maybe you won't be able to effectively, you know, get this person, you know, away from you. But, but I do, I do love what we're doing and what it's done for me and what I see it do for other women when they get their confidence, you know, even with us, uh, me, you and Dez and Itza and Libby and everybody, dude, it's, it's incredible what I see it do for kids, for women and for men. Everybody has something that it just does for you, you know? Absolutely. And I'm so, first of all, I'm so happy to hear that for you. And same goes here. Like it, martial arts really does have an impact and it's something that you can do and spend time on and know that it's worth every minute that you put in. Um, so I'm very happy to hear that. I'm glad you have confidence. I have confidence. I am not afraid to go to my mailbox, Jackie. It's a good, <laughs> good time. <for> <laughs> good for you. 
Um, with that being said, we are running right along on time. So I'd like to open up the mic to anyone who would like to talk about influences they might have, especially you, Desi, down there, or Natasha. Excellent showing, by the way, the other day. Um, super glad to have supported you through that. So if anyone wants to chit-chat about their influences or how martial arts has impacted them, we'd love to hear it. Let's see here. We're going to open the mic to Desi. Okay, I would just like to say that I finally, after this many episodes, learned to learn how to emote. So <laughs> wonderful! <laughs> I I a little laughy face too. I had no idea how you guys were doing it. I love doing it. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> awesome show, ladies! Thank you so much. I mean, it was great to listen in and to hear that. If J Jamie, if you have something, definitely go ahead. I'd just like to say I really enjoyed hearing from both of you and. You guys are inspiring to just about everybody at the gym, myself included. I don't want to be the company spokesman there, but you guys are always there and you always come there with good energy and you're coming there to improve yourself and you're, you're always there willing to work with other people and help, with, help them along their way. And uh, just about everybody we work with has something to offer. There's, uh, there's something you can learn from just about everybody in our gym. We have a diverse background of people and a diverse uh, skill set and, everything from different body types to different life experiences and different training backgrounds. And I really appreciate being around all of you. You're all inspirational in your own way. Jamie, you are literally the sweetest. I know. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Yeah, Jamie. Thanks for uh, thank you, Jamie. <laughs> doing work with me this afternoon. That was a lot of fun. And big thanks to Rob too, for, for something sure. to me that I haven't done in years. I just want to say that I think it's really, really cool. So like when I was doing drill, teaching drill, like, a lot of the women, like, they get kind of scared to just, like, go up, go up against a guy, go up against me, go up against my training partner. I find it so inspirational that Katie, Jackie, Des, Libby, Itza, Beatrice are not scared to do that with any of us guys, and they will go 100% with us. And I'm always learning something from all you girls, so I, I find it very, I think all you girls are very inspirational, and I'm I get happy to see all you guys, given that you're all with all the guys and tapping out most of the guys too. You're literally, oh, you guys are great. And the thing is, I, I know from experience, I have always felt safe in our gym. And I've also appreciated how you roll. Um, because as a lady, nothing infuriates me more than guys that will not roll with me or roll with me like I'm like a delicate little flower. Um, and you, Jamie, Spencer, Mark, like all the all the guys in the gym roll in such a way where speaking of self-defense, I feel like I'm challenged to make sure that my skills are up to par with a self-defense scenario, if that makes sense. Um, I've never felt like I've been gypped in my training because y'all don't want to roll with us because we're small or female. So appreciate y'all just as much. Hey, is, can you guys hear me? This <laughs> does. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say, like, for me, being over doing jujitsu for a little over a, two years now, it was a completely random thing to go into because I was just used to lifting every day and doing cardio and you know doing that. And so from from going into there thinking, 
mindset, oh, I'm strong, I can do this. And having, I've always been um, competitive and I like sports and I just enjoy it and I love the challenge. And so whenever I started rolling with you all and, you know, starting to learn all the basics and everything coming through, it was just mind blowing. It just opened my eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not good at this. it's going to take time. There's so much technique and everything. And so that's what I appreciate. And that's what I still, I still enjoy going to Zia because it's like just the group and just from us all going to competitions together and, you know, having that support from, and especially the ladies, like, you know, sometimes in the gyms, when you go, you get the dirty looks from the ladies and you have that like, you know, competitiveness and that cattiness and, it wasn't like that at Zia and seeing how it grew from like just two, three of us, you know, and I know Katie, you and I probably started around the same time, but you were in the morning and um, I was coming in the evenings, but then we finally kind of met up and everything like that. So I really do appreciate it. And I just, I enjoy it and just want to keep going. I love that, Des, and I agree with you that it's something that you come into thinking, oh, you know what, I'm strong, I can do this, I can do that, and then you get on there, and you're just like, what happened, you Mm -hmm. know, and you're trying to ask people, like, what just happened to me, and how in the world do I figure this out, you know, Yes. Um, and then you get the opportunity to learn that, especially with with where we go, you know, you have our instructors, and, and of course, you know, you have Mark and Spencer, who aren't yeah. afraid to show us things, aren't afraid to to tell us and teach us everything that there is to know. But there's so much to know that it's like, well, it's not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a yeah. month. I mean, you've been at it for two years and still it's like, okay, there's there's still some stuff that I'm learning because that's how massive it is in, in what they teach. Um, right. So for you, Miss Des, um, what, who would you say is a female influencer of yours? So let's see. So there's been... Lately, who have I been following? I don't know if I could say it right. Uh, Kendall Rosine. Rosine. I met her at Worlds in Vegas last year. And super nice, very humble, and just easy to talk to. And she's like a seven-time jiu-jitsu world champ. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's like seeing yeah. all these people that you follow on Instagram and like running into them. And then they're actually really nice and um, very supportive. Like it just makes you want to do it the sport more because you see like, Hey, they've had kids or, or, um, you know, just different situations. They've broke, they've had injuries like we all have. And, you know, you just have to take the time to come back and forth and then you get back on it. Daniel Kelly. I think I, I followed her uh, a while back and then I, I just really like seeing her and just different weight categories. And, and then there's a model that I, follow and it's Kaz Martin and she's more on the lifting and um, the routines and stuff like that that she has and like food preps and challenges like that and so they're all like very positive and very nice and like you could just see it and they just like show that and you can just tell by you know how they are and yeah so yeah I know that 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 last one that you mentioned Kaz Martin Mm -hmm. she's always like in Phoenix right yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, like, oh, I, I started following her because of you because you talked a lot about like her meal prepping and, and how she trains and gets ready for her competitions and stuff like that. So I've mm-hmm. I've, I've followed her because of you. And yeah. definitely, I'm like, dang, OK, I know what I got to do. I yeah. I don't know if I, I want know. to, but I know what I need to do. 
Yes, exactly. It's like one of those things where you're just like, wow, like, you know, she can do it. You know, it just inspires you to want to continue to grow and continue to do like your, your thing and get better at jujitsu. And it's like, we know we have to do like, you know, when we would run before and do cardio and lift and strength and all the factors that you have to um, take into matter. So. I love the answers that have come from this evening <laughs> because it's really cool. Like you're exactly right. Seeing these are real women. And I, I love, I love that um, because we can see these individuals in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu who have had kids who have had injuries or the people that are like, yeah, dude, I don't always enjoy meal prepping. Um, and it's super cool to see these individuals and know that they're people too. Does that make sense? You can feel close to them and you feel like it's attainable because just like you, they have their struggles and the things that they're amazing at. Or for me, I despise meal prepping. <laughs> That's always something I struggle with. So I think for me, I the reason I love hearing these and the reason I like hearing who other people look up to is because, again, you can see the individuals that inspire and understand that they're, they're people just like you and they're people who who you can be like and who you can you can strive towards if that makes sense i also know that david had something he was going to say and then the ladies just kind of took over so david you're free to speak now i suppose (laughs) thanks katie kind of touching back on the uh influencer aspect of it you know in my opinion i feel an influencer uh whether negative or positive because you have both sides of it right is anybody that can or has impacted your life, no matter how big or small, caused that blip on your radar? You know what I mean? Like they had a negative influence? Well, no. I mean, there's because there is a dark side of it, right? There are people that have negative influence on you and you try to you tend to stay away from those people or not go towards them anymore or things like that. But the ones that are positive, you tend to go back to and keep in your life but an influencer is somebody that has blipped up on your radar and caused some sort of impact in your life whether it be negative or positive you know what I mean Ooh, I do like that and you're exactly right there are some people I think for me personally a really big thing for me is and this is especially competitive when I look at people who are competing I think that something that is kind of disheartening for me is UFC fighters who start popping for a bunch of crazy things um, that is definitely a negative blip on on my radar and it is it's one of those things where I'm like man I look up to you and you're doing all these crazy things but at the same time you're not taking things the right way and so yeah I would say it's definitely fair that people do have negative influences and it's a Like, you have to learn how to grow, and you have to learn that you're going to be surrounded by people of all sorts and all types, and not all of those people are going to agree with you or do things that you agree with. And I think just like how you have positive influences that influence you in a way that you want to strive to, I think it's totally fair to say that you have individuals that um, you don't want to be like because you see them, and you can see the mistakes that they're making, and you can say, well, maybe I don't want to do that. So, yes, I really love that point. Yeah, like, I mean, Charles Oliveira, he's one of the greatest to do it right now, and dude missed weight, and at that point, win, lose, or draw, you know, he fought on Saturday, choked out Gaethje in the first round, and still ended up losing his belt. You know what I mean? Did anybody else see that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, it it was, 
it was definitely a debate when we went to go watch it. Just just the fact that this guy missed weight and you know still went out there and won. What do you think about it, Miss Katie? Did you did you get a chance to watch it? I we unfortunately were doing a bunch of graduation celebrations yesterday, but I have been watching a whole bunch of reruns and a whole bunch of press releases and stuff about it. And I I think it's such a bummer, dude. I would be so mad if and oh, 0.5 pounds is such a bummer, but you live and learn and I think he's going to be absolutely on top of it next time. I saw a video, a conspiracy theory video that Tony Ferguson was jumping up and down on the scale to throw off the the calibrations. So, I thought that was kind of interesting, which yeah. I don't I don't think it's true, but definitely saw that too and made me laugh <laughs> but yeah i think i think negative influences in your life are good because they help you learn and again they help you not make the same mistakes that those individuals are making so luckily right. i'm definitely not on that stage that charles Oliver is on right now it's super cool that he's it and i'm sure again like he won he knows he's good it's just a learning experience grow as you go but yeah, I think negative influencers are important. Not as important as your positive influences. You want to strive yeah, towards people, 100%. but they are incredibly important. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad the the negative influencing and the I mean kind of toxicity that there is in the world doesn't show up at the gym. I think it's a really I mean, I hate this quote, but it's a safe place. You know what I mean? I don't like calling things safe places, but it's a place where you can go and you don't get that negative the negativity or the negative influence that you tend to see in today's world. I agree for sure. Um, it's really funny that, Oh, you know, I go to recreationally strangle people, but it's the safest place I've ever been in. And I agree. Like, I think we have a really great team. Just like Des was saying earlier, the women's team is closer than ever. Yeah. Um, which is wonderful. And then I have never once felt like uncomfortable rolling with someone for any reason. Um, so I absolutely agree. And I'm glad you said that, David. Yes, David. I think that that's something that we've talked about a lot on a, on a lot of these uh, episodes is just the energy at Zia is is different. And and I love to, you know, when when Mark was talking about this episode, you know, it's the, the first ladies and I thought about it and, and it struck me because, you know, with with the core that we have, you know, we did start something and you know, as women, we have to also learn how to not bring that kind of an energy, right, with each other. It's definitely something I'm noticing with kids right now that I, I'm trying to figure out, but you have that, that competitiveness that can become negative, right, that negative influence. But when you're able to still be competitive, but in a positive way, you're able to, again, like we've been talking about, grow. And, and that's definitely something that with Zia, we, we always have had. And I hope that is something that we always continue to have. And should anything come up to obstruct that or to cause any kind of, you know, of an obstacle, then let us deal with it and, and move on and move forward like we always do, you know? Absolutely. And before we kind of wrap up for the evening, I'd like to take one more call out for anyone that wants to share their female influences or has any other wrap-up statements they'd like to make for the evening. I've got one. First of all, great episode, ladies. I really enjoyed hearing your side, your point of view, and your stories like always. So yesterday was Mother's Day, and tomorrow's Mexican Mother's Day. So we know, talking with Jackie, I, I thought it was real fitting that we have a ladies' takeover tonight, and I absolutely loved it. Des, thank you for showing up and, of course, participating. But, yeah, my female influence, I, I really wanted to share, because growing up, I only had one sibling, a younger sister, no like brothers or anything like that didn't grow up with a with a 
with a father figure in my life. So female influences were really important to me. And, and my greatest was definitely my grandmother. You know, it's a, it's kind of funny that, you know, she's the one who taught me how to throw a football and, and to play baseball and how to shoot a basketball. And I, and I wouldn't consider myself like an outstanding athlete by any means, but I've always been an athlete and a competitor. And I, you know, I love jujitsu because it gives me an avenue to continue that. But definitely, I don't think I would be half of the athlete that I am if it wasn't for, you know, such a strong female influence in my life. Dude, grandmas are something special, man. And I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you had such an amazing experience like that. I think that I, I love the, the transparency in saying that your female influences were incredibly important to you. And I think that sometimes as I know that men will sometimes get kind of a little bit overlooked with that. And they're like, oh, you're just expected to be strong. And so I think it's awesome that you can sit down and say, you know, these were some pretty stellar ladies in my life. So I love to hear it, Mark. Thank you for thank you for sharing. Of course. Thank you, ladies. Again, awesome episode. I absolutely love it. And before we uh, before we head out, we've got uh, Professor Spencer on Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to this one. Hopefully we can dive into a lot of those, you know, old Zia stories for people who maybe, you know, just joining the gym or or just uh, finding out about us. But a lot of stuff has happened in the last two and a half years, even the last five years. So, you know, it's one I'm really looking forward to. The topic, I believe, is going to be, you know, longevity in the game, how to how to stay training, stay healthy and balance everything from from meals and, and injuries to, you know, to hard training and, and everything like that. So really looking forward to it. I'll definitely be listening to that one. I'm excited to hear it. I'm excited to hear the Zia war stories, man. Like I want to hear the nitty gritty garage stuff. Like that's, that's what I'm excited for. So Spencer, I have you, I hope you have like some cool stories like penciled in just so you know, <laughs> that's what I want to hear. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting. Put the kids to bed crack open a bottle of wine this one's for the adults <laughs> definitely some great stories from from back in the garage days so um, very very team primitive and so many things I actually just had some videos and some photos come up from when we were in the garage and our son who who is blue seven listening right now was was working on getting video clips and pictures even at that time and um, it's really cool just to kind of go back through those photos and videos and, and just remember a lot of the things that did happen in here. We're excited to hear it. And with that being said, y'all, I am so glad we came in today. Shout out to the Zia Ladies Takeover. Super glad that Jackie and I could have this awesome conversation today. Um, and again, really appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you, Des, for coming in and participating. Thank you, Jamie, Rob, and David, as per the usual, and Goyo. I know you sit there and you're really quiet the whole time, which is the only time I've ever heard you be quiet, a fun fact. Um, <laughs> still love you, though. Glad you're here. He's that, he's that Palacios. That's too loud for him. Right. He and his dad are just chilling listening. I want to say thank you to you, Katie, for, for bringing me on today. I really appreciate that. Dude, such a pleasure. And I again, I think it's awesome to have this great group of ladies come on here, discuss our, discuss our experiences. And I really hope to encourage anyone, especially any lady that's wanting to go out to martial arts, to do it. Like, take the plunge. Go do it. It's absolutely worth it. I promise you that no matter what your goals are, like 99.999% of the time, martial arts will help you fix them or find them or whatever you want to do with them. So definitely won't regret it. Good night, everyone. Great episode, ladies. Grateful to 
be part of the content. Thank you, David. Thank you, everybody. Again, I appreciate you guys. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you.